I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, welcome. Yeah. 
you know what? It's the day after Pads Day, which makes it Pads Day number two. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's a beautiful day out here at training camp. And to go Mr. Rogers on you, it's a great day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. It's I, I stand chagrined. Okay. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. neighborhood a beautiful, beautiful day. You know, it's so funny because you and I were having a fine cigar out there on the hill. Oh, my yesterday, goodness. Yesterday, that was magical. That, that was indeed, my friend. It's good. Yes. It's, it's always good to be with you. And we sat out there and we started. You put this playlist out. Man, yeah. was that cool. We had a nice playlist oh. going. I mean, all the great hits of the 70s and the 80s. Wow. It was nice, yeah. you know. You can yeah. sing. You, you, you got a little, I, you, you I, got I, some I can, I can croon. You can croon. I yeah. can croon. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm come from a long line of noted whalers, if you yeah. will. From, <laughs> but no. If you've ever heard my brother Ronnie, you understand. It's yes. A, it's a family thing. Yeah, no. I mean, because he, he used, so Ron, full disclosure, yes. used to do his segment where he would play like, I, I don't even know if you call it like death metal, alt metal, hard. The Pantera or whatever. Yeah, that Pantera call out. Okay, I, I never understood that. Yeah, Once again, it's Ron, right? It's Ron. So you, so you just let it be, but it was like, and, and they were like, so the, one of the first times I had to fill in for Ron, right? Yeah. I'm like, Max, we do this Pantera call out. You're going to have to do it. Oh, no. And I was like, huh? Huh? And so they're like, they played it for me during the break. And I'm like, okay, right. you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to do this. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm going to do this. Okay. It sounded awful. Oh, dear. It sounded uh, awful. And I was like, you know what? God intended for my voice to be at a nice harmonic resonance. Okay. To go into the udders of where it was. Oh, I was like, I can't. I can't. Do it. it didn't work. Just can't didn't do it. Work. Can't do it. I, my, it's not raspy enough yet. You have to understand that Ronnie. When I think of Ronnie, I always think of one of the greatest quotes he ever had. And he said, "Running down on kickoffs is like parachuting without a parachute. It's like skydiving without a parachute." And yeah. He goes, "Because it, it, there's a big bang at the end. <laughs> there is. There's no soft landing." There's no soft landing unless you're the kicker. Yeah. But even then, if they break all the other lines of defense, exactly. that kicker has to get involved. And, of course, I'm talking about my younger brother, Ron Wolfley, who was a 10-year veteran, played for um, the Cardinals and, and, the uh, Browns, right? and the Browns also. I have forgiven him for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, ex- well, listen, it, it wasn't his choice, right? Right. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Yes, you know? exactly. But, exactly. But he was a noted special teamer, four-time pro bowler. Uh, special teams guy, and uh, of course Max and him. Uh, he sits. Max sits in for Ronnie down in Phoenix. Yeah, now I, and I, then I filling guy in the summertime. Yeah, and then I and then I do what I do an hourly segment with him weekly. Absolutely. Yeah. So so I like to call it. You know, my Wednesdays are like between two wolves because <laughs> I start because I start with our yes. show. Yeah, and then I go to Ron like two hours later. <laughs> and do That's an hour so with good. him. <laughs> it's so funny that you could have two brothers on the same day. You know, yeah. and, and it just, I don't know. It's Different size of the country. And, and, and it's normal. It's exactly. It's normal. By the way, you see my hat behind me? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, look very at that one. nice. Look at you. That's the one that went to the bottom of the Grand Canyon with me and oh. came back up, baby. There we go. There we oh. go. Not a soldier lost. There let we me, go. <laughs> let me tell you, two rules I violated. Because okay. the two rules that I, 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 I understood before we went to the Grand Canyon and came out, and I realized, wow. Number one is, if you're over 60, don't think about hiking down to the bottom of the ground. <laughs> it's, it's three hours down, five hours coming up, right? Yeah. And number two, if you're over 300 pounds, 
Don't even think about hiking down to the bottom. Of the <laughs> I, and since I checked the boxes on both of them, it's like, oh, boy, that was a rough <laughs> hike. Well, you're already in violation, so might as well. Yeah, might as well just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <coughs> Sorry oh. about that. Oh, that was, up uh, a hairball. Yeah. But I was going to say, one of the things that you also violated Uh-oh. was the nappy time rule last night. The nappy time rule. What was that? That means you missed going to Sharky's oh, to try. I saw Pursuita sent over that yeah, picture. Yeah, the fat guy delight. And let's, let's get it out there. What yeah. is the fat guy delight? Because if you're heading to Sharky's, if you're heading to training camp, yes. you want to head to Sharky's. And if you head to Sharky's, you want to head, well, head to get that. So you must try this if you, okay. go, if you decide to go to Sharky's. It is absolutely astounding. Okay, now the ingredients. Okay. <laughs> I just had to get that out the way. I just had to get that out the way. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was big. <laughs> yeah, okay, that, that was that really was a showstopper. Yeah, yeah there. exactly, exactly. New flash, ding, 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 right? Uh, sounder. Um, but no, so it is, it's, I would say, the size of maybe medium pizza crust. Okay, medium pizza crust. How big is the pizza crust? I mean, you know, it, I mean, it. So it would be like a four, eight slicer? What would you Yeah, like? probably eight slicer. Okay. And you've got shaved ribeye, right? Because that's the preferred choice of okay. of uh, fat cheese guy steaks. Special guys. Oh, well, yeah. cheese steaks. Cheese steak. Yeah, that's right. Cheese whiz. Cheese whiz. All right. Like a provolone base. Ooh. Peppers, onions, grilled to perfection, and mushrooms. Oh, you're speaking the language of love here. A couple of French fries dusted in there. <laughs> Then rolled, rolled to make a sandwich type look and cut in half. Is it like a burrito type? Yeah, it, it's like a hoagie type. It, okay. It's like a, it, I mean, it's a fogey, right? It's a fake, it's a fake hoagie. Okay, but using the pizza crust, which is thinner than an Amarosa roll, that wow. you would use for a Philly cheesesteak. Wow! And so it, you're cutting some calories. There, you're huh? cutting calories. Wow, that's saving excellent. some garbage space, right? Absolutely amazing. Was it really? How long did it take you to down that bad boy? Maybe 15 minutes. Okay, so moderate. 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 And th- this is also me talking while I'm doing it. I mean, right. if we're okay. going in full, like, you know, competition, eating, I'm right. here for a purpose, leave me alone type of eating, probably five minutes. Okay, let me ask you something. Are you? Could you compete with Joey Chestnut? Hot dogs. See, I can't do so, it. I'm a grazer. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a pile driver. So I thought I could. Okay. And, okay, there's another Max is filling in for Wolf and Phoenix okay. type and of deal. Okay, by the way, we're talking Joey Chestnut, Coney Island, July 4th, hot yes. dog eating champion. Yes, Nathan's all-time champion, <coughs> right? Right, right. right. Um, <clears throat> I'm filling in for Ron. Okay. It is July 4th. <laughs> right. We're doing a show, me and Luke Lipinski. We're calling the show and. You know, July 4th, for all intents and purposes, there's nothing sports-wise going on July 4th. <laughs> and we are on the airwaves, right? I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, It's like, what are we going to talk about? Like like summer league basketball, yeah. so baseball is also on oh, like a hiatus. Golf? Yeah, not even. There wasn't even a golf event to talk about that day because it, like it was like a Tuesday. So we're sitting there, we're bored, and I just throw it out there. While we're talking, because we're actually talking about the Nathan's uh, hot dog contest on Coley Island, because that's the only thing on ESPN right. at this moment. Got it, got it. And and I'm like, 
ah, how do you think we could do, Luke? <laughs> Luke, Luke automatically just bows out. He's like, he's uh, a skinny guy, right? He, he's yeah. he's skinny. He, okay. He's low. He's a hockey guy. So okay. Yeah, so he's highly conditioned. And yeah, all that stuff. so he's okay. like he's like yeah four max. He's like, <laughs> sets the bar like really low. I'm like no, I could probably do about twenty, maybe twenty five. Feeling confident about myself. Is that complete with bun? That's with bun. Okay, that's with bun, and I felt confident. Okay, I felt really confident when I said it on the airwaves. So their producer Aaron Maloney. Aaron's terrific. I love Aaron. Aaron, yeah. Aaron is great, and actually, she just recently got married. So, yeah, she's good for yeah, her. Congratulations to, go. to Aaron. Congrats, Aaron. Um, but Aaron go. Aaron hits me on the on the producer's headset. Oh <laughs> no, Max! I got Sonic willing to commit twenty five hot dogs if you will do it on air. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're calling you out. Calling me out. Oh. Call me oh, out. Oh, man. It's like 25. I said, that's, that's what I crusher. said I would do. I said, you got to send more than that just in case I'm still hungry, Aaron. <laughs> Completely being facetious. Right, right. Completely being facetious. I gotcha. And it shows up oh, the next day. No. Sonic has sent all of these hot dogs for me. And she's like, we're doing this on the show, Max. I was like, now, now, no. Did, did you know ahead of time the next day? <laughs> I mean, like, did you eat I breakfast, thought, come, and then no, go in to well, the show? Well, she, she texted me that night, like, hey, we're committed, but I don't know if it's going to happen. And then I'm like, okay, well, but and, – and then back then, it was the early morning show. Okay. So it, so I'm not eating at 4.30 in the morning because okay, I'm true. coming in, yeah, you know, for right, production. Right. And then we're on from 6 to 10 a.m. Right, okay. So I didn't eat, but – well, I also wasn't good. in an eating mood no, <laughs> that no. early in the morning. That's true. Yeah, I mean, the show, I mean, when they do the hot dog, it's midday, right? You, but you're like a bear coming out of hibernation after I know. a good night's sleep. I know. So we get there, and we decide we're going to do it in like hour two, hour uh, hour three. Okay. We're going to do it. So at least it's like 9 a.m. I'm awake, and, you know, it's rush hour crowd. So, you know, you're getting people on the airwaves. And <laughs> when I tell you, I'm sitting in there. And Luke is doing like the play-by-play, oh. with the sat- but usually, like at the hot dog, you don't hear the people talking about you, right? No. It's it's just right, right. that's all you hear that's from it. the other competitors. It's me in this room and like seven people standing behind, like Luke, and then a bunch of other people in the glass, like just staring at they me, just want like an watch. animal in the zoo. Yep, yep. And I got two guys next to me because one guy's got like the water cup, right? Because you have to you have to douse the bun in the water cup oh, oh, to try and get gross. it down. Oh. But, but it's for consumption. Like you're not doing this for enjoyment. No, but I would have thought. Yeah, yeah right, okay. right. Because it's a competition. I, that's why I'm just a grazer. You know what I mean? This yeah. Is- and so. Man, I, I I start and I'm like, oh man, you know, that's all you hear from me, right? Right. And then about eight hot dogs in, he's like, Uh-oh. you know, they might be coming the other way. <laughs> the rumbling, I'm like, okay. And so I kind of power through. I got through like I think eleven and a half. Didn't even get the full twelve because I couldn't get the bun down. But it was, and then after that, I was just miserable and uncomfortable. Oh, oh I can only and imagine. Sick. And then you still got to do a show. <laughs> After this, yeah, you got two hours. Yeah, yeah go. exactly. That's I'm like, I'm like, hour. oh god. So uh, I did, uh, but after that, I did not eat a hot dog or look at a hot dog for oh. six months. Couldn't do it. I was like, no. I no. was like, I was like, because you know, you know, when I go to the movies, I, I like, I like a good dog at the movie. Oh, absolutely. And some popcorn. Sonic you know? has great ones. You know, you got <clears> the do. Chicago style. You got the New York dog. Yep. And and Sonic was. Can't, couldn't even couldn't even pass by a Sonic without wow. getting sick. Oh my goodness! So yeah. so yes, so I I have I have attempted that and failed miserably. So 
Joey Chestnut, yes, you are the champ by and far. I don't know how – because I think, what, is it 48 is like his record right now? I don't know. I it, just it, saw it, him. It's, it's it high up It almost makes you sick watching it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, never again. Never again will I do that. And, yeah, I did try it. I will tell you my, my pile driver story was in Cleveland with Tunch uh, some years ago. And uh, he goaded me into this, this steak. And this guy came out and said, he's got a king cut that was 32 ounce. And Tunch said, is that all you got? <laughs> and he said, for my man here. My man. And the guy goes, we can cut it any way you want. And now I'm sitting there, all eyes are on me on the table. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'm going, oh, <laughs> I, I can have. The guy brought out a Fred Flintstone cut with the edges hanging over the plate. I kid you not. Oh, my God. It was at least probably around 60 ounces, somewhere in there. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I I worked this thing down, and I mean, I got the meat sweats. By I was going to say, you had, you had to have the meat but sweats. But the chef came out to shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sitting there going, you got to be kidding me. We were in Cleveland the night before a game, the Steelers playing Cleveland. I go How to the hotel. How did that go on the sidelines this well, day? This, <laughs> Yeah, I was a little jammed up, if, yeah. you, if you understand. But but that night, I'm laying down in, in you know in the hotel, and I, I call Tunch. I go, I can't breathe laying down. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yeah. I got to walk. Exactly. I get up. I walk, and we're in Cleveland, and it's snowing out, and I'm walking in jeans and a T-shirt for an hour and a half before I could, I could lay down. The meat, the, the meat sweats are very, oh, very, very real. Yeah, because also beef. Doesn't digest that fast. No, it doesn't. It is a slow digesting product, <laughs> and especially at the end, you knew you were just making like big enough cuts just to get it through, just to pound it out. So yeah, yes. oh my gosh, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I've done All like the above. I, I've done like some of those man versus food moments, right? Like I've gone to some of the restaurants that he's been at that he's tried, and I tried the uh, the slider challenge that was in Phoenix at Chompy's, where it's like these. It's like these little little sliders on on little hollow rolls. Got it. But it's got the potato like latke on there. Oh. With the uh, with the, with the mini patty and the cheese, which you have to eat like twelve of them. Oh my goodness. And so you're like ah twelve sliders. I mean, if I go to White Castle right now, yeah. twelve. I, I've inhaled it before I've even gotten back to the house. Yes. Okay. These are not those type of sliders. Oh man. Because the hollow rolls a little dense. Yep. And then that latke. The starch of that potato pancake is just so. I got into it, and that blow up your stomach. Yes, so I get into that about eight in, and I'm just like, I I can't eat these last four. Like, I hate you, last four. Like you're staring (laughs) at them with average because I know I can't get to those. So I took them home, and uh, and yeah, and they sat in the fridge, and I was like, well. A day later, I ate him. Yeah, that was well, fine. That was fine. Because it wasn't like a hot dog, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It wasn't that moment where you're dunking yeah. and yeah, exactly, and, and trying to figure it out. But yeah. but yeah, but I, like I've tried some of those. Like I've done I've done the hot wing challenges, and I'm fine with those. Like I, I could do spicy food, no problem. Yeah. But it's the it's when you get the dense stuff that just absolutely crushes. You, you. know what will creep up on you, is sushi. Yes. Sushi, when you get the sushi rolls with all that rice. Yeah. Because you knock it down and you think you're in good stead. You're okay. Everything's going good. I'll have enough. Then all of a sudden you feel a swelling coming on. The puffer and th- fish. Yeah, you're blowing up like a puffer <laughs> yeah, yeah, fish. Thank yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. The puffer fish <laughs> effect. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie? What uh, was that movie? Uh, uh, Little Mermaid? Yeah, and Little Mermaid. the Mer- puffer fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not scared. <laughs> 
yeah. proper fish yeah. effect. Yeah, and, but you know, it doesn't happen until you take that first swig of like water or, or yes. some beverage. Yep. Like you're fine up until. Exactly. But the second you add water, like you don't pour water on gremlins, right? Because nope. they multiply. Oh, absolutely. That is what the rice does when you drink water. You're just like, boom. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm full. I'm full. I don't know what happened. I just had like 1.7 ounces of water. And you're just, you're just now you're waterlogged. <laughs> My wife, Faith, loves to go to Sushi Bomb. We go to – Yeah, okay. I saw that up in what, Green Tree, right? Or not, not Green Tree, but Robinson. Uh, Robinson. Yeah, in Robinson. Yeah. And we go there, and it was great because, like, the first – it was introduced to us by uh, uh, Pastor Chris and, and, and his wife, Pastor Pam, the two of them. They took us out there to Sushi Bomb. And we, like, going, can't Zooks, man. This is awesome because it's all you can eat. And when I say all you can eat, it's all you can eat. That's and, right. You know, unlike in other places where they say it's all you can eat, but to a certain extent or something like yeah, is it, that. No, did, this did, was. Did it have the rotating like little like plates and trays? No, no, they got a oh, big they, table. Oh, you sit down and you just order what you want. Oh, that's awesome. And, yeah, because I've been to those other ones where it, it, like you sit at like a like a horseshoe bar. Okay. Yes. And there's like a little rotating like belt. Oh yeah, yeah. And it has all belt. the different sushi on it. And you just grab it off, eat it. And they just come and take the plates from you when you're done. Oh, that! But it just, but it keep, one. but it keeps going. Oh, I keeps like going. that. There's a place called Akita Sushi in Ooh. Phoenix. So when we, when you come out there, I like that on your annual pilgrimage. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll go forage and graze there. Forage and graze. I and love there's it. no time limit. There's no time limit. We can sit there. I you, like you it. You can even take a nap, and then wake back up <laughs> and eat you more can, sushi. In other words, you can pass out. Yes, exactly. You can pass out. You're like, oh, oh where am I at? Oh, oh, more sushi. Okay. <laughs> Oh, 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 there we go. So the California roll this time. You know, you, you can do all of that. <laughs> That's tremendous. Yeah. Just, excuse me, I'm going to lay down here for a minute. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry. Too- I'm just moving it over so I can create more space so I can take more more money from you guys. <laughs> oh, my heavens. Oh, what a yeah. rollicking start to the morning, my friend. <laughs> yes, this it is. is. Just, and it all started when you went to Sharky's last night yes. to get the Fat Guy Special. What's it called? Fat Guy Delight. Fat Guy Delight. It's not even on the menu, so you're going to have to ask for it. But trust me, everybody oh, knows what it is. Everybody knows the Fat Guy Delight. All right. Well, yeah. hey, why don't we go? We'll take a break right now because I'm sweating <laughs> thinking about the Fat Guy Delight. But you know what? You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We're going we're gonna to be back with more talking about yesterday's Pads Day, which was so much fun. It was. It was everything we wanted it to be. Stay tuned. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. We're back at training camp. <laughs> the Are we in the Laurel Valley or the Laurel Highlands? Laurel, Laurel Highlands. Okay, Laurel Highlands. And you know it you is, can't say mountains because if you've ever been out to the Rockies, yeah, that, that's not. Yeah, mountains. these look like foothills over yeah. here. I mean, they're still yeah. beautiful. No, they're amazing. You know, it's just great to see. But yeah. uh, you know, definitely. Well, By the way, did you know it? About a couple decades ago, there was a Bigfoot sighting along the Lowell Hanna River. No, I did not. I actually Were you over I there at that time. It. No, I wasn't. Were you, the bigger question was, you over there? Right now? <laughs> I don't even know where that river is, so you know I wasn't there. I was just, just in case somebody saw you fishing or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. No, but but yeah, and you know what's funny? Also, like you look here, and 
I was I, I was just in the Grand Tetons and, and Yellowstone, so seeing like those like mountains, the Grand Tetons is by I mean one of the most beautiful and picturesque sceneries I think in the country. Oh yeah, I mean it it is. It, I mean you can't really. Grand Canyon or Grand Tetons? What do you think? Grand Tetons. Really? Because at Grand Canyon, you're looking down. So you're, okay. like, you're essentially okay. looking at like a hole in the ground, okay. right? Um, but when you get down there, it looks expansive, right? But from the elevation, the yeah. best, The best one was the cartoon with Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble when they were out west. And there's this little little stream, you know, about three inches wide yeah. and maybe four inches deep. Yeah. And it, it's got a sign by it says Grand Canyon. And Fred said, turns to Barney and goes, they say it's going to be really something to see someday. <laughs> <laughs> and they could not be more correct. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that is awesome. But, but yeah, but, I mean, because the, the Grand Team is elevation, right? It's Snow Peak Mountains right. still in, like, July. And, the, and so the mountain snow is still, like, feeding all of these rivers and waterfalls. Wow. And, it's, I mean, the elevation is, like, I think 13,000 feet. Wow. Up. It, it is absolutely beautiful. We, we, we whitewater rafted on the Snake River. Oh, yeah, is that great? That was, oh, it was amazing water. Amazing water. It was just enough I love chill what, on it. That whitewater stuff is <sighs> so cool. Yeah. The kids were on that? Kids were on that. My oh, daughters beautiful. rode the bull. Like oh. they, so they sat at the front of it when we were going into a couple of the Class 2 and Class 3 yeah. rapids. There you go. They had a blast. And then we also did the Gallatin River, which is in the Yellowstone slash Gallatin oh, National terrific. Forest. Yeah, so I mean. So it's like when I see that, I'm like, yep, those are mountains. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 These are go. like foothills. Yeah. And it's a highland. Yeah. And it, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's still right. beautiful it, because anything that adds depth. Oh, yes. And character and different levels. I mean, it's always awesome. Well, as Ted Peterson once said about living in Illinois, and as he always said, there's no noise in Illinois. Yeah. He said, Illinois is so flat. He said, I watched my dog run away for three days. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're gonna get over the horizon eventually, but uh, yeah. it's too right flat. Now, yeah, it's really <laughs> Just flat. Just keep going, bud. Just keep going. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. But football. 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 Yeah, we got to talk about we, it. We do eventually have to hit it, but yes. um, you know, yesterday was a great start with pads, right? Yes. The next step, the quote unquote evolution of training camp. Yes. Because acclimation's over. Yes. Now we're into the nitty gritty. We're we are now into the headbuster yep. category of camp, and I think we had some some good guy some good guys like really show out in their in their first padded um, ex, exploration Absolutely. in the NFL level. And one of those was the wide receiver DB one on one drills. <clears throat> Interesting because yeah. you referenced that earlier as a pillow fight. Yes. But it wasn't so much the stalking, blocking drill, right, as it was the one-on-one yeah. pass coverage, pass route running. Yes. Okay. So it was a little, it was a little more physical. Okay. Physical. The physical was Touch up. of. Yes. A touch of. Okay. Sprinkling <laughs> of physicality. <laughs> but one of the highlights, which, listen, if, if you were on any social media outlet yesterday, wow. there was a play. What a play. And that play came from... As you deem it, and as you call him, Circus George. What are you going to do? Now, we have a caller, Circus George. Yes, he's a good buddy of the we, show. We, we do like Circus George. Yep. But this was Circus George Pickens. Yes. The ringmaster. Yep. And he was going up against Lil Peasy, Joey Porter Jr. And he couldn't have, he couldn't have covered him any better on the no. streak route. 
Nope. The nope. problem was you're going up against Mr. Fantastic. And that's with the Inspector Gadget arms. Yeah, Inspector Gadget. I mean, yeah. it was like go, go, gadget, jump, arms, everything. He just extended it all. But he made this leaping grab where he was up kind of over, and with his right hand, he catches the ball somehow one-handed and pulls it down. Wow. He's on the back of Joey Porter. He's on his back. Like, there's no more tighter coverage that you can have. And when you look at the play, you're like, I don't know what Joey could have done. That would not have been a penalty. I don't either because I'll tell you, from the get-go, I kept watching the film over and over. He got Joey had a great jam. He had yeah. a great jam great on him. Great jam off the, off the block. Absolutely. George Pickens fought through it. Yeah. But they were they were shoulder to shoulder going down the sidelines. I mean, it was really really great stuff. There you was could no see separation. No separation. Uh, PZ Junior is getting that position in where he's he's working him towards the sidelines, using the out of bounds as yeah, a pinning defender. Him. Yeah, exactly. So, and all of a sudden, the ball was a little bit underthrown, and PZ Junior took that extra two steps with a little bit of help from George. Give him a little bit of a pat yeah. on the back, you know, as he went by a little bit. But he, it, you talk about high pointing with one hand, scooping it to the other, pulling it in. My goodness, that was amazing. It, it was. Now, what ensued after that was not amazing. Right, right. You know, because, yes, it gets contested. Yes, it gets chippy and camp. did, yep. Yep. And and George and and let's face it, Lil Peasy have been going at it for the last four days. Exactly, which it, started with Pickens running over Peasy, you know. Yeah, and uh, day two yeah. a, after Peasy had kind of jammed him out of bounds yes. the day before. Yep. So I mean, yeah, listen, it, this is also diva football, right? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 in shirts, in shirts and helmets. So this was the get back moment, and George takes the ball, puts it in Peasy's Lil Peasy's chest. In front of the crowd, like, ooh. Yep, yep. But then Lil Peasy shoved it back in his chest. And then yep. George was japping across the field because Joey Porter Sr., a.k.a. Peasy, because yep. there's no bigger little. He's just Peasy. Yep, yep. Uh, and, and Peasy just kind of kind of gives it to him. Like, hey, I, 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 as, as you would call it back in your illustrious sideline career, I am a sideline noncombatant. <laughs> Thank you, yes. So he kind of gave his version of that. Right. Like, that's between y'all. Y'all handle that. Although, I'll say this. That was terrific maturity on the part yes. of Peasy, huh? Uh, of, of a man. Because, you know, he's, yeah. he's always had a little bit of a short wick when he's on a football Peasy field. has never shied away from confrontation <laughs> and altercations a day in his life. No, no. And so, you know, long gone, but long gone are the days where Peasy would stalk the 50-yard line, which is where we happen to be right now. So that right, brought right. that memory up. Where he would stalk the fifty-yard line of the opposing side and just just jaw jack with his shirt rolled up, <laughs> abs yeah. abs are are freshly oiled like Hawaiian Tropic model. I mean, you know, I wonder what it's like to have abs like that. That would be nice, you know. It would be, but the maintenance I heard is is just it's atrocious. Got to be brutal. Plus, yeah, yeah. you don't want because we can't eat the culinary cl- delights that you would have to surpass. Our previous our, segment would yeah. never exist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If, if we did that, that's it. That's, it. that's true. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. But um, but yeah. So he had a great catch. Miles Boykin, I thought, also had some really nice catches. It was more on the further because they were taking it to where they were alternating the sides of the field right. that were getting the routes. But most of your longer routes were along this side. Calvin Austin tried to hold on to one when he was going up against Trice, and uh, he just couldn't quite hold on to it in the end zone. It was a nice like thirty-five yard bomb. 
He had caught one the day the practice before. Right, exactly. So in a similar situation, but because of the one on one, and it was a lot tighter coverage because obviously you, you're not trying, you're not playing zone or anything else. It's more man to man. So it was a lot tougher for him. But Miles Boykin had a nice had a nice like post route on the far side coming into the end zone. I could see that because I could see over the buildings. <laughs> um, and and it, it was a good competitive segment. I think it was against Chandon Sullivan. Okay. Um, is where he did it. Um, so, yeah, but then Chandon kind of went out. He had some little funky like thigh quad thing um, that kind of took him out of the drill after that. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, it was a very hotly contested. I mean, Allen Robinson had some really nice routes. They were more shorter routes. Him and Gunnar Oshelski. Right. Um, Gunnar kinda, had a nice one later yeah, on, right, in team? It, yeah, he had a nice one, a seam route that came, right. that just busted wide open because he got to the top of the option oh, on yes, the seam yes. and then he cut across. Yep. And it was like a complete blown coverage. We were sitting by the DBs like, oh, my God. That's like, right. I remember I heard, the, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, because somebody busted the coverage and Gunnar's yep. just wide open in the middle of the oh, field. Man. And then he cuts it across, takes up the sideline, juice some guys, had a nice gain on that one before he received contact. So, you know, it was it was one of those things, it was just a it was a good day to really see that start off camp with that wide receiver D B drill, which I think we're gonna get that again today. And we're gonna see how PZ Jr. does against George if he brought if he brought his stretch armstrong uh arms with him. Because PZ has he has long arms. Oh man. He, he has long, really he's, long he's arms. He's like a seven footer with those. Yeah, arms. exactly. Like his his reach is crazy. So I think he I think he's going to do better this time because you have to imagine Mike Tomlin's going to be drawing that matchup up the entire time because you think about this for Joey Porter Jr. You have to get ready for that. Yeah, because that is the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, that yes. is the Cleveland Browns. Like yes. like they are all tall receivers that can do fantastic feats, and you've got to be able to combat that. You know, it's interesting. I was having a conversation with the great Ike Taylor, you know, who does some yep. consulting work for the Steelers, and we were talking about it. You know, the matchup with Joey Porter Jr. and and uh, and George Pickens, and he said, you know, the important thing though is not to just match them up all the time because you've got to understand different body types. You know, yeah. you got to get over on the Allen Robinsons. You got to get over on the Miles Boykins. You got to understand there's a difference between the the guys. And he said yeah. back in the day. You know, they would move him around so that he was getting, you know, from Heinz Ward to, you know. Antoine Randall, Antoine Plexico, Rand- Thank you. all yes. of them. Yeah. yeah, you know, so you got length, you got speed, you got, you know, the, the guy that uh, Heinz is, the, you know. The, the sure-handed receiver. Exactly. You know, I mean, the, the guy that is really physical and combative. So, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. You know, when you, I have such respect for Ike and, and the work, the body work that he left out on the field, and so what he's doing now, and to hear him talk like that, you're like, yeah, that makes sense, and that's exactly what you want to do. Yeah, and there's a reason why you know him and like Merrill, like, are those consultants for the scouting right. department. Yes, and they're brought in to have their expert eye watch these guys. Yes. By the yeah. way, Merrill is very lean, very like, very good, like lean corned beef. Yeah, you know no, what I mean he. he He's ninety nine one. What's that? What's ninety nine one? You know, you're talking about the uh, the lean the leanness to fat ratio. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we I know we're used to like eighty twenty no, that no. ground chuck. Well, we might be yeah. fifty fifty. Well, I mean, oh, I, I'm saying me. Yeah, All no, right, I just go I'm, me. I'm saying about what we pick at in the grocery store. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going for. We're ground chuck. Yeah, we're ground chuck. <laughs> Merrill ultra lean. Yeah, ultra lean. Ultra lean. Yeah, exactly he's a filet so. mignon. Filet mignon. We, we're definitely like the Delmonico. <laughs> <laughs> the more marbling, the better. <laughs> I do enjoy a good marbling. Yes, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, so 
So, yeah, I got a chance to talk to Ike as well. And, you know, and Ike and I, we have some great conversations. I oh, love, I can I, imagine. I, I, lo- I love Ike. He's a, he's um, a good man. Yeah. And, I love and, him. And so, you know, we, we usually get our business of talking about Orlando out the way. And then it's usually, oh, you know, Orlando's my city now. I'm like, dude, it's always been my city. I just, right. I, I just let you stay there. So we go back and forth because he lives in Orlando. <laughs> and, uh, and Wasn't he a Louisiana guy? Yeah, he, yeah he's a New okay. Orleans bred guy. But – he he decided to move to Orlando after his career because that's where he used to train at Tom Shaw. Okay, down that's there. Right. Yes. So he bought a house and now he lives there. He loves it. Okay. Um, and so we just kind of talk about different parts of the city and kind of, you know, from my historical perspective and his current perspective. And I still go back there, and so we have a good time. But sure, we talk a lot about the defensive backs, and because I'm always I'm always fascinated with understanding coverage and why you do certain coverages. So we get into some great just conversations about that. And then, of course, for and so actually yesterday I pulled him down for the offensive uh, O-line, D-line, one-on-one pass rush. And he came to me. He's like, man, I've never paid attention. Like, man, that is fun. I'm like, oh, yeah. I told you. I told you to come down here. I was like, listen, this is not necessarily where the real athletes are, but this is where the real action is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, so. this is action you don't normally get to see. And he was like, man, he's like, I enjoyed that. He's like, thanks for telling me that, big bro. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, come on, man. Yeah. So we had a good time. But. But yeah, so so it, it was good to see that and good to understand that. And I think you know, as as we're about to take a break, I think it's important that we highlight when we come back. We got to talk about the prime matchup of the day. The oh one yeah, that, the one that actually got practiced a little bit off schedule. Absolutely, because Mike T was into it. <laughs> and by the way, at the top of the hour, it's Wexel Wednesday. That's right, Wex- Jim Wexel, and he's going to join us from Steel City Insider. So that'll be fun. But. Continue yes, on, my good man. Continue. I have to say it because I forget all the time, you know, who's it's, what. It's a constant I'm, reminder. Yeah, it's exactly. all good. I, you I can't forget Wex. No, you can't forget the Wex. So we do have Wex Wednesday, but not coming up in this next segment, the no. one after that. But we're going to get back some backers when we get back here. Oh, yeah. That, w- that was a fun one, and we got a lot of notes oh, on that one. Oh, man. That's going to be a great one to talk about. You are in the locker room, so stay tuned as we go pay some bills, and then we'll come <laughs> back here from St. Vincent's. See you in a minute. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, man, we're rocking in the press box right now. You know, here's the problem. You got CJ on one side, me on the other. We're bookending Max, who is a massive human being. Yes. And when you mosh, I got a feeling people fly. I have I have sent, sent a couple of people off their feet in my day. Uh, yes, because, you know... W- when you have a when you have friends from different backgrounds, right, right? Correct. And you want to try and immerse yourself and have fun with your buddies, right? Correct. You know, you tend to you tend to end up in some very uh, questionable places where they're like, mm, I don't think you should be here. <laughs> and then I'm like, mm, you don't want me here. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, we're gonna make the best out of it. <laughs> Indeed, my friend. And Indeed. I've been in a mosh pit, and yes, I I have thrown some books. Cause you know, cause you always get those one guys that are just like overly aggressive, right? And they're like right. into they get it, stupid. and then and then the arms extend, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so this is the game. This is the game. It's different if I'm just bumping into right, you, right, right. But once the arms lock out, 
you know, I get a little PTSD, right, from football. I was going to say, yeah. that's like going, no, no, now you're invading my territory. And that, You've uh, now stepped into my speciality. <laughs> this is what I do. You don't want me to extend my arms fully, ever. And so the next thing you know, you clear out, and then you also realize that you now have a halo around you in the middle of the watch. Because <laughs> they're like, nope, I've been in there. I watched what you did to the previous seven guys. I'm not going to be eight. <laughs> I always laugh when I hear you say, talk about that. It, it, it reminds me of the one time I was talking on air about you back in your plane. Days, and I, I said, you know, he sets, but he's got those jumper cable length arms. Yes, you know, yes. they can tase you from about eight feet away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and in a mosh pit, that could be deadly. That is deadly. All that right, deadly. Oh, there man. we go. We're wrapping up the first hour, and of course, we're looking forward to Jim Wexel showing up and the ten o'clock hour at the top of the hour coming in. We'll talk some more football with him. But indeed, just uh, talking a little bit about the backs on backers, and I'll tell you what. There was excitement boiling the whole way. I mean, everybody was going down there because that is, you know, is it is there that that was there a book by Tupac uh, Shakur? It was All Eyes on Me or something. Yeah, like that? he had an album. Yeah, he had an album. Was All Eyes on Me. Okay, so that, I would say that would be the theme of yes. the backs on backers. All Eyes on Me. Yeah, because you know the the defender. That's one thing, but the the off the offensive guy. That's a sitting duck for a slam bang. Oh man, yeah, and, and and you know what the funny you have to take a little bit of the aggression on. You got to go yep. beat it because yep. it's it's essentially like if you're watching someone run down, you know, like a ten meter track, yes. or, you know, or or a twenty meter track. It's like I need that full head of steam before I'm about to do a long jump or some right, type of right. field event. Right? They have that platform, and you try and build as much speed up. If you are a running back just sitting there waiting for it, oh man, you're you're done. You're done. And for John Lovett. He found out real quick. Now, this is a guy the Steelers just signed. Just signed him. But this I'm is like, a rough initiation. Yeah, but I'm like, you had to have done this drill before. At some point in some your point life, time, yeah. you, or with the previous seven people that you just watched, understand, hey, you know what? This is, this is a very high-contact drill. <laughs> that, that if, if I stand flat-footed and this guy's not flat-footed, this, this isn't like – you know, you start like a scrum, like at rugby, right? Right. It's like, hey, we're going to go, sh- go shoulder to shoulder, and then we're going to explode. No, 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 no. Ball snaps. You're a pass pro. You need to go ahead and try and meet force. Or at least don't stand flat-footed. Parallel leg, right? Right, right. Get, get a little bit of a stagger so you can kind of blunt the force a little bit. He did not blunt the force. He did not blunt the force at all. No. And matter of fact, he ate the force. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 he took he, it all. And he, he evaporated into the force. <laughs> yeah, he, he got ev- eviscerated. Yeah, he did. I will tell you that Alandon Roberts hit poor John Lovett so hard. I think if you look up his uh, 21 and Me or whatever they call it, the <laughs> DNA history. Me, yeah, 23 and Me. <laughs> he's, he just left DNA in the family history of John Lovett. It, it will forever be supplanted on Boy. this field in St. Vincent. <laughs> That was, that like was a ashes. wicked hit, man. It <laughs> was like spreading ashes. <laughs> and then, and then Mark Robinson got into it in the next one with with him yeah. again, and did pretty much the same thing. Yeah, Ooh. and uh, I think that's when uh, Mike Tomlin stepped in and said, "All right, if you guys are going to continue to go down the middle, which I this has been my my whole thing from the beginning. When a guy comes down the middle on you, when you got a ten yard run at at you, yeah, cut him, yeah. start the fight. Okay, you exactly. know if you're going to do that." Then I'm, I'm telling you what I'm going to do right away. I'm going to cut you in half. 
You know, yeah. and just figure the fight begins. Saw dog, baby. Yeah, there you go. Saw so, dog. Because it's 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 not a hard thing to have a ten yard run at somebody and hit them down the middle. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like it's like show off a little bit of the moves, yeah. right? That's the point of the, the drill. Yeah, the point of the drill is to be is to whip the block. Yes, right. Is to whip the block, and I will say this: a couple of the other guys. So, I don't think John Lovett necessarily watched them. I think I think he was looking down for you know in desperation and then look up for inspiration, for inspiration right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, you look up for inspiration, look down in desperation, yes, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Just prior to contact, yeah, prior to contact, I got feel, ah! a feeling the ice were closed. Yeah, exactly. Ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know it's gonna hurt. <laughs> this, this is not gonna end well. Yeah, this is not gonna end well. It's like I've seen Wally Coyote get hit by the train chasing the Roadrunner. Yes. I've seen these moments <laughs> exactly, and. But I will say this, Jalen Warren. Oh yeah, still. But and here's the thing: we Present, saw that last year. We saw that last he year. Kinda, yes, and he brought it again this year. And I thought one of the really cool things was is that he went and met it because even though the guy still tried to come down the middle of him or tried to contact him and lift him off his feet, he went about two to three yards up to a take a little bit off of that speed and then lock up the guy and then tussle with him and keep him away from the square or the quarterback, however you want to call it. Exactly so. And, yeah. I, you know, the thing about it was Jalen Warren showed, you know, that sort of ability to, to stand, you know, strong and to root and get that, uh, you know, to anchor down. Yeah. Um, some other guys showed some good stuff out there. I'll tell you this much. Najee got embarrassed a little bit. On the yeah, he play. did. He, well, he was first up, you know, and yeah. when you're first up in the drill, it's kind of like – you know, it's, you know, it's, it's like, hey, you're, you're, you're the, you're the, the big tempo. dog. You're the big you gotta, dog. You got to set the tempo. I, I mean, you're 245 pounds. Yep. So you, you literally, you probably weigh a little bit more than Cole Holcomb. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So Cole Holcomb was, is quick. He is fast. He is Man, fast. He is I, fast. I liked Cole, and and what Cole did was he whipped he whipped the block on Najee. He kind of gave him a little head fake, and Najee kind of went left. He went right, and he made the drill. So it was like, that's oh, hard. that's a hard. That's it is. really hard. <clears throat> it's you hard to do. You've got to play him from the inside out, and you've got to be sharp with it. And it's very difficult if you're not doing it on a daily basis where offensive linemen, for instance, were taught to, to, to dominate the center line. You do that by playing the man from the inside out so that if he makes an inside move, you're already got one, you're, you're one step is there. Yeah, it's already it. there. So establishing the half-man relationship. Yes. What so, you call a half man is what I call the center line, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. So my outside half should be on his inside half. Yes. So if he makes that move, now it becomes whole. Yeah. And that should be easier to recover. But the problem is when you get parallel. Oh, yeah. And you give that guy the two-way go, You're that's, done. that's when problems happen. You're done. And then when you add the fact that a couple of guys went down the middle again where Mike, you know, he eventually stepped and said, show me that you've got to move. And you can do it and get off the block in time to get the ball. Yeah. You know, because that's the whole idea of the drill, both for the picking up by the back, you got to pick that guy up, and for the linebacker because of the fact um, in game time, you know, they'll cut you. Yeah. You know, they'll just boom. They'll just chop yeah, your legs yeah, out. And, and, you, and you'll be useless in that yes. moment. But And I, you might get something dinged up. Yeah. But, you know, we have Wex coming up right, right yes, next. Yes, we do. And, and it's time to break, right? It's time to break. But we do still have to come back after Wex and kind of talk about oh, the tight we will. ends as oh, well. Oh, we, we yeah. got so much we going got, on. We got a lot but of content But you know what? It's Wexel Wednesday. We got Wex Jim Wexel joining us. Yes. Right here in the locker room. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas and Wex after this. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.